found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. Here with you for the next two hours as we talk the world of sports and well, a busy show over these two hours as decision day is upon us. This is the deadline coming up for us here in the central time zone at 10.59 p.m. this evening when underclassmen that have declared for the NBA draft have to announce that they are coming back to college or, well, they are in the draft. So we await the decision after yesterday, the release that Isaiah Moss is making his way back to Iowa City for the Hawkeyes. We now await Tyler Cook and what he is going to do and Lindell Wigington up at Iowa State. Two guys that it has been a, a wild fluctuation seemingly with both of these guys. From Wigington, it felt like initially just putting his name in there, no big deal. He's going to be back with Iowa State next season. But then as he was going through more and more workouts, another avenue the communication or, or maybe lack thereof with him and Steve Prome, how deep his family was into this and some other people with connections to Wigington going through the process. It felt like the chances increased as time went on that he was going to leave his name in the NBA draft and, and maybe even be a guy that maybe is selected late in the second round. Now, it's still difficult. And same thing for Tyler Cook. For guys that weren't even invited, to the draft combine, incredibly difficult for guys like that to be drafted. Now, it has happened in the past. It's not an impossibility. But overall, if you're not invited, it, it says a lot. It says a lot about what's in front of you. So we have that going on, and we await that decision. And we'll get into that a little bit more. So as we wait, I will be updating Twitter. Now, as you hear, I'm solo today. And though... I'm talented at some things. Talking and reading at the same time can be incredibly difficult. So I'm updating the local guys, the Travis Hines of the world, seeing from Iowa State's perspective, he's going to be back. Waiting for the release from Iowa State. I'm from the Iowa side, going through all the Hawkeye beat guys, just waiting. Nationally, John Rothstein, he's been breaking news all over the place, <laughs> including the kid from uh, Purdue that averaged four points a game. He will be returning, which is great, great news. And... Well, at least he, he did the right thing here. You know, kind of the same thing. Nogel Eastern was the uh, kids from Purdue's name that officially announced today that he will be returning to Purdue and looking to improve on averaging two, four points a game, whatever it was a season ago. So we got that going on. I'll keep an eye on it. And if something breaks and I'm talking here, you might have to help me out. But Kevin Lehman's going to join us talking college basketball with him at 1 o'clock. We will get into those guys, the decisions in front of them, what those teams are going to look like next season with or without Wigington and Cook, respectively, for the Cyclones and the Hawkeyes. We'll talk about that a little bit. And one other college basketball note that I'm sure flew under the radar for a lot of people out there. I get it. I love my college hoops at any level. You know, I can sit down in a cold January afternoon and I can watch a matchup between Penn and Harvard and I'm good. I'll watch a random Sunbelt game with Louisiana Monroe taking on Florida Atlantic. I'm crazy that way. 
I know that's not most people. Yeah, if it's a big matchup you want to watch, but that's just me. So Conference USA. I probably watch more Conference USA games and maybe wagered on them a time or two. That's also a part of it. But Conference USA, not what it once was. You know, for years and years when you had Memphis and Cincinnati and the Powers, DePaul, when they were actually good, not real good when way back in the day, but good in the 90s when Pat Kennedy had them up and rolling. The Conference USA was a great basketball conference. And seemingly every year, Bobby Lutz, former assistant coach at Iowa State, he would take his team, sometimes good, sometimes not very good, and they win the Conference USA basketball tournament every single season. Watch a lot of Conference USA. Now, it is not the conference that it once was. But they came out with this idea. Because they're not what they once were, where they get three, four, five, six teams in the NCAA tournament. It's one thing when you have Louisville and Marquette in there. It's different when you have North Texas and Marshall. So in order to improve their opportunity, not just to get multiple teams into the big dance, but also when they get there, whoever gets there, be it as an at-large team or out of the automatic bid-winning conference tournament, they've come up with this idea. And Mark Adams, who we've had on the program before, you hear him calling college basketball games across the country, big proponent of the Missouri Valley Conference. Mark Adams helped them come up with this system. A chance to, uh, the commissioner says, with the goals to improve seating and increase the number of teams advanced to the postseason, we viewed this as a great opportunity. What they're going to do, this is a 14-team conference, Conference USA. So you will play every other team in the conference one time. Your travel partner, and they have travel partners here, Remember that back in the day, the Big Ten used to do that. Pac-12 still does it. You have a travel partner. You play them twice over the first seven weeks of the conference season. After that finishes up, though, you'll have remaining, let's see, 12. So you will have, let's see, how many games left? Last four games of the season. If you're one of the top five teams in the conference, you're going to play the other four teams at the top. If you're in that middle group, You'll play those other teams in the middle group, 6 through 10. And then the final group of four will play each other. Home and away games will be determined with preset formula. I mean, think this is what, what this is going to do. Normally, and especially in a conference this large, you get teams that miss each other, only playing one time. The Pac-12 is actually, speaking of the Pac-12 from a minute ago, they're going through the same thing where Arizona and UCLA only scheduled to play once last year. Same thing this season. Arizona State looks to be good. USC looks to be good. Well, all four of those schools are only scheduled to play each other one time this season. Even though they're going to be good, that's not a good thing. This is a very smart manipulation of the schedule by Conference USA. Now, for the Missouri Valley, not a big deal because you play everybody twice. For the Big 12, not a big deal. You play everybody twice. And the Big Ten next season is going to 20 conference games. Not as big of a deal. But just look at this season in a conference like the Big Ten. And you look at what happened this year. You had four teams that made the NCAA tournament. Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State, and Michigan. Yet Nebraska go 13-5. 13-5 in the conference. And that's normally a slam dunk. You do that in a power conference, you're in. Not so fast. And the reason for it, and you can certainly point to their non-conference scheduling, and that was a 
component of it, no doubt. You know, non-conference last year for Nebraska, looking at the numbers, their RPI was 144. Their strength of schedule non-conference was 251. That needs to be better. You can't be taking on the Maris and Stetsons and Delaware States of the world. That's going to kill you. They did it, even playing Creighton and Kansas and Boston College and Central Florida and St. John's, all decent teams. You play those dregs at the bottom, it's going to pull you down. But the biggest problem for Nebraska is their double plays this year or the teams, more importantly, that they only played one time. They played Purdue once. They played Michigan once. They played Ohio State, you guessed it, one time. At Michigan State, they played them once. Breaking news. So the four teams that are actually even semi-decent this year in the Big Ten, the Cornhuskers only played them one time. That will improve with two more conference games. But would it make sense? I, I think it'd be something incredibly compelling. And it kind of, in a way, reminds me of the old bracket buster that ESPN used to put on. And I remember when you and I got Bucknell to come in. Now, Bucknell had the big victory against Kansas. But this is a Patriot League squad. We're not talking about some behemoth, but it was a big deal. And even when you and I wasn't very good back when I was in school, one of the seasons, they took a step back after their NCAA tournament run. I think they played Central Michigan, something like that. You know, a middle-of-the-road MAC team. They were a middle-of-the-road MVC team that season. But it still felt like a pretty big deal. It was a cool idea. And you didn't know until a couple weeks beforehand who it was going to be. Wouldn't it be great for the Big Ten? Now, you don't want to set it up where you're playing a team for the third time. But even the final weekend of the year or final week of the season, your final two games, to leave it open-ended and figure out a system where teams that you haven't been tw- played twice, you're all put in a pool. So instead of at the end of the season, Nebraska playing Indiana and Penn State, who are both decent, but instead you get another shot against Michigan State. You get another shot against Purdue and another quality victory that you can hang on there and improve your chances. If you're a team like the Cornhuskers, that'd be great. Yeah, you got the Big Ten tournament that follows right afterwards. I I get all that. I just think a very cool idea, and I want to get Kevin Lehman's thoughts on that. Will this actually do anything? Is this actually going to improve what you see overall in terms of Conference USA teams getting to the dance, getting multiple teams in? Not exactly sure. But like the idea, no doubt about it. Another thing on the basketball front, and and a national story that breaks last night from over at the Ringer, and, and I'm a big fan of the Ringer. I like Bill Simmons. I like listening to his podcasts. I mean, I can listen to him. I'm not a big pop culture guy, but if he's sitting there and he's talking to some movie star, I'll still listen. I don't know what it is. I just, I enjoy hearing him speak. I don't read a ton of their articles. Not as many as I did back in the day with Grantland. And a big part of that is because you'd be on ESPN.com. You have the little Grantland tab there and you'd see something that you're compelled to click. I don't make it over there to read the articles a whole lot. But I do listen to a lot of their podcasts. But last night, they have a story about Brian Colangelo and a secret Twitter account or multiple secret Twitter accounts or what are called burner accounts. 
Now, personally, I don't have a burner account. I'll tell you straightforward, I do not have a burner account. I have access to the 1700 KBGG Twitter account. That's it. Nothing else. Don't have anything else out there. What I'm going to say, I'm going to say. I don't need burner accounts. I don't have sources and the like. I don't need to be passed along information. If I hear something, I'll tell you guys. I, I, that's, that's the way I always have. I'll tell you, it's just a rumor. It's gossip. It's things like that. But a general manager of an NBA franchise has at least one in upwards of five burner accounts talking about trades, talking about his coaching staff and decisions, ripping former GM Sam Hinkie, who he got the job from, one of his right-hand men from back in the day, Masai Ujiri, of the Raptors. It just... But the biggest thing is being critical of NBA players. Joel Embiid, guy with him, calling out Jalil Okafor and a possible injury, Nerlens Noel. You can't do this. Folks, burner accounts, are they worth it? I mean, really. If you're listening to my voice right now, is it worth it to have a burner account? I don't see it. You know, there's, there's people out there that have to buy Twitter followers or feel the need. Maybe it's to stroke their ego. Maybe it's to make them feel like they're more important than they actually are. I don't know the reasons behind it. I've never bought a Twitter follower. I never will. Just things that don't matter to me. Some people it does. Not this guy. And same thing with the burner account. If I have something to say on Twitter, I will say it. So follow me at Trent Condon for straightforward Twitter talk. How about that? Brian Colangelo. We'll get into that a little bit more. Ken's going to join us uh, in the 1 o'clock hour from Vegas and, and told him I, I was, wanted to bring that up with him. So we'll be talking with him. Ken Miller, about 125 or so. He'll be jumping by. We got Kevin Lehman, as mentioned, at 1 o'clock. But coming up next, we're talking Cyclones as we await the decision of Lindell Wigington. Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune, he's going to join us. We'll see what the latest is and maybe get into what this team would look like if Lindell Wigington isn't back. We'll talk about that more coming up. Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune, he joins us as we're here with you until 2 o'clock today. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day, in a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. 
Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. What does it take to rebuild trust? At Wells Fargo, we've been thinking about that a lot lately. For us, it begins with a renewed commitment to our customers. Fixing what went wrong, making things right. Working with more transparency and higher accountability. And reinventing how we serve you. It's a new day at Wells Fargo, but it's a lot like our first day. Wells Fargo. Established 1852. Reestablished 2018. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. It's 3 p.m., and you just ran out of ink. You have a report due end of day, which is two hours from now. You can't push the deadline because end of day means end of today, not end of tomorrow day. What now? Go to your local Staples store. Staples has a huge selection of ink and toner in stock and at low prices every day. So you can get your ink fast for less. End of story. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet. 
of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Check out it back with you running solo here this week. Ken out in Vegas. He'll join us later in the program today as we await decision day here in the state of Iowa for a couple of in-state prospects, Linda Wigington at Iowa State and Tyler Cook at the University of Iowa, have to make their decisions by 10.59 p.m. our time this evening, so could be a long wait, and I'll well, just keep an eye on it right now, including Dylan Motz with the Ames Tribune, him and Travis Hines, well, just keeping your eyes peeled, that's all we can do right now. Dylan, you don't expect a, a phone call from Lindell telling you the decision first, right? No, I don't think so, even though I'd like him to. It would be nice to kind of get a heads up, but I think that's probably been the most interesting thing about this uh, Wigginton decision process is that it's, it's been pretty radio silent for, for the most part. You'll see different clips of him working out for different NBA teams on Twitter or whatnot, but really there's not been a lot from, from Lindell throughout the process, no no inkling necessarily from him which way he'll go. He'll just said. Um, he's going to go back with his family and make the best decision for him. But uh, it, it's it's crazy how how down to the wire it's gone. And I guess you can expect that to a certain extent, just to give him his best his best look and make sure he gets all his workouts in and and you know whatever else he has to do. But it, it's been crazy to watch nonetheless. You know, one of the interesting components, at least to me, Dylan, has been, you know, what. We heard over the last couple of weeks from Street Pro out of the tailgate tour and just saying it was 50-50, saying not a whole lot has changed. I don't know. It just it doesn't feel to me like there's been maybe as much communication as you'd expect from Wigington and Pro. Am I reading too much into that, or could I be onto something here? Yeah, uh, it, you know, it, I've not heard exactly how much they've talked back and forth. I know Lindell has been kind of all over the country, and I think – um, there has been a check-in process, and um, I know he's been close to Neil Barry, who obviously just, just went to Texas, and I don't know if that's necessarily something to read into and, and what helped him make his decision. I think he talked to somebody and said, you know, whether Neil was there or not, um, that doesn't affect his decision on whether he's going to come back to Iowa State. It would be more of the allure of the NBA. But it, it certainly is interesting, and I think for for, for Prohm, really all, all he can do or all he really wants to at this point is just be supportive of whatever Lindell wants to do, because ultimately um, if he feels like it's the best decision for him to go, then you, you, you have to respect that, even as, you know, whatever the case is. So I think that's kind of the, the, the stance he's taken right now and kind of what he's maintained all along. You know, we, we've talked a lot about this team next season and what the expectation is going to be for them Going into the year, Shayak, uh, he'll be available after his sit-out season for his senior year. Michael Jacobson will be out there and a transfer from Nebraska. You got that. You got Bab back. You got Tally. But what if Linda Wiggyton isn't back? Along with that freshman class, it feels like the expectations, they certainly got to change where I think most everybody figured they'll be back in the NCAA tournament. How good they'll be, that's to be seen. But 
they'll be certainly one of the 68 teams in the big bracket. Without Wigington, how much would that change the perception of this team for you? Yeah, it would obviously change it a lot. And even if Wigington was back, there's certain, uh, you know, it's hard to project what that team could be just because there are still a lot of new pieces coming in. Obviously, you have guys that you know what they can do with um, with Wiley Babb and um, with Wigginton and with Tally, but still there's there's a lot of question marks with Shayak and Jacobson, just how everybody's going to fit together and certainly uh, the freshmen and, and what kind of um, plays into them and what, what they're asked to do. But I think if Wigginton uh, did end up deciding to leave, I think the onus gets put a lot more on Wyler Babb, probably running the point guard and, and handling the ball a lot, similar to what he did after the first few games last year and before he kind of got banged up. And I think you could see a lot more of Taylor Horton Tucker, the, the highly touted kid coming in from Simeon uh, in Chicago. I think um, I, I don't know exactly what kind of production would be asked of him, but I think it's going to see him play a, a lot more minutes. And then uh, Mario Shayak is a guy who came in for, for came in from Virginia. Um, it played a lot of defense there. Um, you know, and I think uh, really what he's kind of tried to do is hone in on his offense a little bit more and kind of extend his range and be able to shoot from three a lot. So I think, um, you know, it'll be kind of by committee to fill whatever role Wigginton had in terms of the numbers he put up. But um, the complexion of the team is, is going to be different from what it's been, whether he's there or not, but certainly not there. You know, and you mentioned Wyler Babb kind of manning that, that point guard spot. You got Halliburton coming in, but he, he's, he's lanky. I mean, he's got some weight to put on to be expected to see some big minutes out there. Who else can handle those duties? You talked a little bit about Taylor Horton Tucker. Now, he's a 6'5 kid. I've seen him fashioned as kind of a swing guy, 2-3 type of player. Does he have any point guard skills? You're, you're looking at all of a sudden, maybe they have to tap into that grad transfer market again and, and find a guy that can plug a hole and help out because you don't want to have Wyler Babb out there having to play 38 minutes a game as a point guard. Yeah, I think all those things you mentioned are, are good and something that I, I'm sure they're, everybody over at Iowa State is kind of racking their brain with right now. But uh, like you said, Wyler Babb at the top of the list probably. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he has good size and uh, can handle the ball well. But uh, as a young guy, it's, it's kind of hard to know what to expect with them a lot. And then uh, Zoran Talley actually handled the ball a decent amount from the four spot mm-hmm. uh, last year. And, uh, you know, he's not a perfect uh, replacement at point guard, but he can be serviceable until in some minutes. Uh, so I think you could see them kind of go that way with it a little bit. And then um, with Taylor Horton Tucker, I think he could be one of those guys that is kind of a bruiser in the middle. He can get to the rim nicely. And obviously um, with his, uh, you know, on Twitter you see highlights pop up all, you know, especially during the basketball season of his high school year, um, all the time with him dunking and, you know, just these really flashy, you know, plays that he was able to make. And um, certainly it's a dumb for anybody to come into high major basketball on the Big 12, but um, he's a guy that's shown that he's not afraid to, to get physical and if he can have a little range with his shot, um, he could be a nice compliment on the outside and, and kind of help maybe with, with the low to spread the floor a little bit. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see which direction they go, but those are probably the, the best candidates I could give you right now, if not for a grad transfer, which is always possible. Well, and it, it's funny that this happens. Jordan Lathan was a guy that they were heavily involved with last summer, a point guard from down in Missouri. He commits to Northwestern. looked like it was Iowa State Northwestern kind of battling for his duties. Well, just last week it was announced he didn't qualify at Northwestern. He's out there on the market, a top 150 player, a four-star point guard that – 
Iowa State already has a relationship with. And suddenly, you know, if the decision is made by by Lindell Wigington today that he's going to stay in the draft, you can probably promise a lot of playing time there to Lathan. So that'd be a nice coup for uh, Coach Perlman Company if you get a four-star point guard that just falls into your lap as a freshman. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the relationship base is already there because they were in on him uh, for such a long time previously. So uh, that's always uh, kind of a nice um, fail-safe or safety net that you could go in and at least uh, reconnect with, with Jordan Lathan. Um, it, but it, like like we said, there's there's going to be a few different avenues they can choose to go down. And um, once this decision comes down, uh, if he is, uh, if Wigginton is indeed gone, it'll be interesting to see which one they pick because I think they'll obviously try to move quickly as as we kind of head into the summer here. Talking right now with our buddy Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune as we await the decision of Lindell Wigginton. A lot going on there. Another decision that needs to be made on the basketball front is a new assistant coach after Barry uh, decides to leave, go down to Texas, and opening there. Any names that you're hearing right now, any connections that, that you've been able to come with on the basketball assistant front? Yeah, I think uh, there's a few different names that people have been talking about. One of the more interesting ones um, was Kyle Green from Northern Iowa, which I think if they could, if they could pull that off would be really big for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, you get a guy who knows the state of Iowa, has good connections in state, um, and, and really in the Midwest. He's been a guy that's been able to bring in some maybe um, I, I don't know what the right word is, maybe underprojected or under undervalued guys, and really have them turn into solid players for Northern Iowa and be uh, you know be a benefit to that program. So I think that's one. Um, you know, then there's a possibility. Does AJ Green follow follow Kyle Green if if that job is taken? We've seen different things like that play out in the past where, um, you know, obviously Greg McDermott leaving Iowa State to go to Creighton. Doug McDermott was released from his uh, letter of intent to go play at Creighton. And, you know, there's things like that that happen all the time. So I think there's a couple interesting things there. Another one is James Kane, who's an assistant at Dayton. He's an aide that's been floated around a little bit. Uh, he was with Perlman at Murray State. So there's a familiarity there. And I think that could be an interesting play. Um, so really, those are probably the big two right now that I that I could uh, give you off the top of my head. But um, I think that one that could um, maybe take a little bit of time. But I could also see moving really quickly if Chrome has his guys that he's really zeroed in on. Well, if that happens, you and I. Why why's everybody got to be mean to you and I? You know, I I've complained about this forever. Creighton, Iowa State. You know, McDermott leaves there. Creighton becomes the power that they are. Doug McDermott at UNI, how good he would have been and the UNI stature. Now you're taking away A.J. Green. You're killing me over here. You know, I'm a UNI alum, and you're killing me, Dylan Mons. It's absolutely brutal. I, I don't like it either. Who has anything against the Panthers? It's, just, it's unreal. But yeah. I, I, I know it, it, it's kind of interesting and kind of uh, a twist of, of bad luck a little bit if that happens. I don't I, – I will preface it with this. I, I've not heard anything that Kyle Green is the guy or that mm-hmm. he's – um, kind of that's imminent, but uh, certainly uh, kind of an interesting storyline to throw around as we're kind of in the dog days a little bit as far as college sports. Uh, no doubt about it. Well, uh, over on the football side of things, some great news that came out uh, earlier this week after an opportunity. You know, people were wondering what was going to happen with some of the guys coming in, including one of their highest-ranked uh, recruits at the wide receiver position. Suddenly, everything good with skates qualifies academically and uh, ready to come to Iowa State here in a couple of weeks, it looks like. This kid, potential to play as a wide receiver as a true freshman in your mind, Dylan? 
Yeah, I certainly think so. Um, I, he's a good, and I think he's about 6'3", 180, so he's kind of been in an interesting spot where, um, you know, you could use him in a few different ways. You could help him, you could have him help kind of provide some stability on the outside, too, if you move Hakeem Butler in, or maybe he could play on the inside a little bit, or he could go four wide receiver set. Um, but he's really fast, too, and I think that's the thing I really like him, like about him, and uh, I think he's the top-rated commit that Matt Campbell and the staff have ever brought to Iowa State. So there's there's a lot of good things about him. And the big hurdle was obviously getting him cleared academically, and um, and to do that is is a really it's a sweet deal for for him. And I remember when he uh, I think when he signed with Iowa State, he he was being interviewed by um, one of the local reporters there, and he he broke down a little bit and started crying and. And thank Iowa State for kind of sticking with him as he's kind of gone through these academic things. So um, I know he's a kid that is is pumped that that part of um, his his high school career is, is over and he can get to Iowa State and and uh, and be a part of the program like he'd always wanted to. So I think he's a guy that uh, certainly could find his way onto the field next year, and uh, it kind of depends on how they want to use some of those other wide receivers with uh, Shante Jones, Tariq Milton, Matt Eaton. Um, obviously, Hakeem Butler there, and Chase Allen, even as a tight end wide receiver, kind of hybrid. There's a lot of different directions they could go, but I certainly think he could find his way into the mix there. Going to be uh, certainly great news there, football-wise, as, as we come up to the summer. What are you working on? What what I know you got a lot of other duties that you're doing at the Ames Tribune, but in terms of football, you got any summer plans that you penciled out? Uh, there's a few things that uh, I'm kicking the tires on a little bit, a few things I want to try to get done. I don't know um, if I want to go all the way into them yet, just as I'm kind of um, getting in the process of ironing some things out. But I'm going to have a piece coming out in uh, maybe a couple days just about um, you know Kyle Kemp and Keen Butler and Matt, Matt Campbell talking about some of the expectations um, that they've kind of had for the team and that they're kind of hearing about the team from the outside a little bit. And, and you know, as many good things that they did last year. Uh, a lot of those guys still feel like they're counted out, too. And there were some pretty um, in- interesting comments, I'll say, from, from at least a couple players. So I uh, look for that maybe the next couple of days. And after that, um, I'm going to try to do some more uh, big-picture stuff and some more um, in-depth stuff. So uh, I'll, I'll certainly let you guys know about it when, when those all come down. Looking forward to that. And, uh, well, recruiting always going on a big summer of that. Iowa State picked up another commitment just the other day uh, at the defensive line position. Corey Suttle, what do you know about him? Yeah, he's a kid that they've been on for a while, and I know um, I actually asked Matt Campbell about this the other day and, and the depth they've been able to create along the defensive line and, and how big that is for, for the program, and that was even before the Suttle commitment. He said, um, really, they were at the point um, maybe a couple of years ago where they felt okay about uh, you know a few of the guys on the front line, but afterwards it was a little bit of a drop. But now um, they're in the point where uh, you know if if you're not playing hard or you're not ready to play, you're not going to play. Um, you got to make them play. So I think that's kind of the encouraging thing, and and Fuddle kind of fits into that mold. And he's a big kid at six, wearing two forty five, and. Um, he's, he's from Jefferson City, Missouri, so that's uh, kind of in the wheelhouse, that six-hour type radius that Matt Campbell always talks about, and that's so important to their recruiting base. And I think he's the number 15-rated player in, in Missouri, um, uh, according to 24-7 sports. So uh, it's a kid that they, like I said, pursued for a while and, and able to kind of seal it up. And um, I think that 
what nine commitments right now for the 2019 class. So it's it's really kind of gone quick a little bit. Now I think you'll see it be a little bit more slow paced because they have so many um, commitments built up per, per through the last uh, three or four months or whatever the case is. So it's it's been an interesting time for sure. Good stuff. Well, Dylan, uh, we'll let you get back to the other side of your phone and looking at Twitter and seeing if you can find the official news of Dill Wigginton. And we'll do the same thing over on this side of things, and we'll certainly talk about that next week and a whole lot more. Thanks for your time today, Dylan. Absolutely, Trent. Thank you. Dylan Montz with the Ames Tribune joining us here as we await decision 2018. No, nothing with an election. No, we're talking about the decision of Lindell Wigginton. Will he or won't he? We will find out here at least before 11 o'clock tonight. Now the countdown continues. Coming back on the other side as we take you up until 2 o'clock, it's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. At Dell, we know running a small business takes hard work. As a thank you, for all of Small Business Month, we're offering up to 40% off select PCs with 8th-gen Intel Core processors and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. Special financing available to qualified business customers when using Dell Business Credit. Go to dell.com slash promos for details. What does it take to rebuild trust? At Wells Fargo, we've been thinking about that a lot lately. For us, it begins with a renewed commitment to our customers. Fixing what went wrong, making things right. Working with more transparency and higher accountability. And reinventing how we serve you. It's a new day at Wells Fargo, but it's a lot like our first day. Wells Fargo. Established 1852. Reestablished 2018. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. What type of people will create a world without type one diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life changing research and stop at nothing until type one becomes type none. 
Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Trent Condon back with you running solo here today. And I've uh, got a special guest that's joining us in studio, our buddy Chris Sentience from over at Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. Chris, how's it going? Going great. I'm glad the weather's cooling off a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> looking good. Now, I know you're a cyclist a little bit. Last week, a little tough to get out on the bike? Yeah, uh, well, I moved into a, a new home, so we've been, I've been outside working a lot, so it's been uh, making that a little hard to get out on, on the two wheels. <laughs> I got a birthday party for the little ones turning three next weekend. Oh, wow. And uh, we got our playhouse. Uh-huh. So trying to dig out an area, we're putting down some pavers for it. It's been hot work out yeah. there. Putting up the playhouse is the easy part. It's all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, all, all the other stuff and, and getting it ready. It, it's been tough, but we got some good weather here. And a great event coming up this weekend out at Adventureland. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you have going on with the uh, the coin show this week. Yeah, it's actually uh, in the hotel out, out there, Adventureland Inn. And it's the Des Moines Coin Club uh, annual coin show. Uh, we have uh, dealers that will be there from all over the Midwest. Uh, they'll have tables uh with their their coins and uh, gold and silver uh currency tokens metals all that kind of stuff and there'll be a lot of buying and selling going on well uh of course coin collecting real big market as you go through and something that i think as as kids a lot of people did for a long time adults are into it 
what what is the market like today? I, I was a coin collector for a while, you know, mm-hmm. going back, it, it was getting different kind of dollar pieces, getting old coins, you know, things like that. Tell us a little bit about the market today. Maybe people that have coins from, from when they were younger and, and haven't thought about it a while, what you guys can help with, not just with the event this weekend, but over at the shop at Christopher's. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we, we really try to uh, promote uh, getting kids involved uh, in collecting coins. Uh, that's, you know, how almost everybody started out when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if they can't make the show, um, you know, at, at the shop, we're always um, more than happy to help youngsters get started and that kind of thing. But uh, the coin market goes in cycles uh, over the years. Uh, we're just kind of coming down off of a, a really long upward cycle in, in the coin market. So it's a little bit um, a little bit flat right now, but a lot of prices have come down on on a lot of coins. So, uh, you know, if you're interested in buying, it's a great time to, to start because uh, um, gold and silver prices have come down, and a lot of times when that happens, coins come down a little bit in value mm-hmm. too. So uh, it's uh, there. A lot of coins are a lot cheaper than they were five, six years ago. Well, and, and you, I, I see the television advertisements. All, sell your gold. Come sell your gold. And that greatest investment. And you know, just all these wild claims that right. are out there. So help us out a little bit. You know, if you if you're sitting on some things that maybe you think are are valuable, but you're not exactly sure. You hear those kind of claims that are out there. You're kind of our go-to guy here. You can help us out when you hear those kind of claims. What what jumps into your mind? Well, the first thing that jumps in my mind, if they're spending that much money uh, on expensive nationwide TV advertising, uh, they're obviously not going to work on a small margin. they got a, mm-hmm. a big budget to pay for there. Uh, so uh, uh, whether it be coming into the store, we're always there to you know appraise and evaluate your coins and currency and and, uh, and and this show would be a great place to bring them to also because you have uh, uh, 50 dealer tables there. And uh, so you have a diverse amount of people there that, uh, you know, are, are interested in buying and selling coins. So it, it'd be a great place to come learn about what you have. Well, coming up this weekend, the Central Iowa Coin Expo out at Adventureland Inn. Chris will be there. And uh, a lot of dealers from across the Midwest and across the country, they'll be there as well. And you mentioned getting kids into it. You know, if you you got a little one. In fact, one of my uh, good friends, her son loves state capitals and coins. Right. And and just loves to get his core. You know, he's got the the big plastic bag. He's got all his coins laid out there with all the different, you know, the new coins that have come out with the, the state emblems on the back. If you got a youngster that's interested, you're not exactly sure, uh, you got a little something special for him to bring him out this weekend as well. Yeah, we'll have a kid's table there. And uh, there will be uh, some people always manning the kids' table, and and uh, they can uh, have a you know a, a good beginning coin experience, and and uh, you know how to learn about coin collecting and and that type of thing. So um, you know it, it's it. What's fun is you can go there and see all the different types of uh, coins and so forth mm-hmm. that uh, all the different dealers have, and it's a it's a wide variety of of items. So tell us a little bit about maybe a. Something wild, something crazy, you know, something out there that you stop out this weekend to Adventureland in, you're going to see. I mean, are, are we talking $1,000 coins, things like that? I mean, is, is that what the market can be and, and some of the specialty coins that are out there? Well, the great thing about uh, coins and coin collecting is is there's something out there for everybody. And if you don't have much of a budget or if you're a youngster and you want to spend, you know, a couple bucks here and there collecting coins, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there'll be coins out there also that are worth uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah. And uh, some 
some things, uh, coins and currency that uh, people don't even know existed, and they're just and they're, they'll be fascinated by them, especially some of the older currency. So, what's your favorite? My favorite coin. What's your favorite coin? Okay, my favorite coin is the uh, Walking Liberty half dollar. Okay. Yep. They made those uh, uh, from 1916 to 1947. All right. Yeah. So that's at, that's at the forefront for you and. I'm going to guess you got a few of those, right? Yeah, yeah, I got a few, yeah. yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, stop on out again this weekend out at Adventureland Inn. It's the Central Co- Iowa Coin Expo, Adventureland Inn in Altoona, and Chris Sensions here joining us today. Well, Chris, not just coins for you. You're a big Cyclone fan, so, well, today is decision time. We're awaiting word on Lindell Wingington, what's happening that's uh feels like it's going to be a big impact certainly to the basketball team this year what that decision is going to be so as we kind of await that decision just basketball as a whole last year the the dip back you got to expect though there's going to be a big bounce back this year you know getting back Michael Jacobson will be eligible this year you got a the UVA a transfer coming in Muriel Shayok it, it you, you expect one year blip right yeah you know we've had a fantastic run the last several years in in basketball and and uh, it was a pretty big blip last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. a tough one. <laughs> yeah, and, and it felt like it it kind of took a toll on on Steve Prohm by the end of the season. You know, he's such a positive guy, right? And by the end of the season, he just he looked wore down. Look, I think most people anticipated they weren't going to be an NCAA tournament team, but the losing streak at the end of the year seemed like it took a lot out of him, which was kind of surprising. I mean, I guess maybe it's just because for my media cap, you. You can take a, a bird's eye view of things, and when you're in the middle of it, it does take a lot out. Yeah, you know, and and you know, there's definitely a lot of talent mm-hmm. on the team, a lot of talent coming in. But in any sport, so much of it is is mental. Uh, you can be the best athlete in the world, but if 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 you know things aren't going your way the way you, you would like or anticipated, uh, after a while, it wears on you. So I'm sure the 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 the, the mental wear was uh, pretty tough for the team and the coach. And then we go to the other side on football, and uh, what a surprise that was. After the beginning of the season, you know, you figure, all right. One thing that we talked about a lot here was if Iowa State was going to be bowl eligible, they had to beat Iowa and had the Hawkeyes on the ropes, lose that overtime game. And, oh, man, how, with that schedule, how are they going to get to six victories? Well, you beat Oklahoma on the road. You beat TCU, two top five teams. And here they go finish up with eight wins on the season. What a great year number two for Matt Campbell and Boy, that that roster, the future—it's an exciting time to be a Cyclone football fan. Oh yeah, you know, and, and any sport is all about recruiting, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I I can't help but think there's like a lot of great talent out there that's excited to come to Iowa State and 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 play. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, if you looked at the like you said, look at the beginning of the season and kind of penciled it out, it's like mm-hmm. okay, we gotta we have to win these games. Yeah, no, no matter what, we gotta win these games, and then you lose, like you say, to Iowa and the and the K State game. Mm-hmm. That was a tough. Really tough deal, but but uh, but yeah, they uh, the the team never gave up, and that's a credit, really big credit to Campbell. That Kansas State game, well, Kansas State, pretty much every single year. All right, so as a Cyclone fan, I'm only giving you one right now, sight unseen, but you will get a victory against either Iowa or Kansas State this year. I'm putting it in your pocket. You get to take it just like a fine coin. What are you putting in your pocket right now? A win against Iowa or a win against K State? I can't pick both. You can't pick both. I'm only giving you one, Chris. I'm only giving you one. <laughs> well, um, I know what my heart says. You know, I, I, I'm confident we'll beat K-State. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, 
sure, I want to be. We want to beat Iowa. Yeah. And uh, but Kinnick's a tough place. Right. And uh, you know, it's a it's a big loud party there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but uh, K State coming to Ames after what happened last year, uh, I think there's going to be. They'll be out for blood. I think so, too. I, yeah. I'm right there with you. I, I, and, in fact, I, I think that's the more likely of the two. But there's just something about Kansas State. I mean, Iowa State's outplayed them so many times. Yep. And then end up on the wrong side. Last of second deals. <laughs> including last year and, and that weird, wild finish. It just very frustrating, right. no doubt. I, I'm sure as a Cyclone fan, you feel it each and every yeah, year. Yeah, and I was there. <laughs> and you were there. Well, let's hope they get off the schneid this year yeah. and it goes in a positive direction. Chris, right. once again, uh, tell us a little bit about what's happening this weekend with the Central Iowa Coin Expo out at Adventureland Inn. Yep. Well, it's uh, free admission. Uh, Saturday, the hours are going to be from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday from uh, 10 to 3. Uh, free admission, free parking. And, you know, for People that are maybe from out of town, it'd be a great time to come and spend the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two swimming pools at the hotel. They can go to the park. They can go to the coin show. Um, you know, swimming and coins, I don't know what's better than that. It's a perfect weekend, <laughs> a perfect weekend, no doubt. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Yep, thank you, Trent. That's Chris Sensions, Christopher's Rare Coins. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. 
on the water, you want a boat that offers stability, handling, and performance. And that's just what you'll get in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. If a Manitou pontoon boat can do that in competition, just think of all the fun you can have on the water with your family and friends. Head to Malone Motorsports now and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why they're the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski-endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of Highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. Napa know-how. Hear that screeching sound from your car? It's your brakes yelling, change me. So head to any Napa Auto Care Center and we'll replace them for you. Or go to any Napa Auto Parts store and do it yourself. Either way, you'll get a $50 prepaid Visa card by mail on qualifying purchases over $250. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 531.18. It's 3 p.m., and you just ran out of ink. You have a report due end of day, which is two hours from now. You can't push the deadline because end of day means end of today, not end of tomorrow day. What now? Go to your local Staples store. Staples has a huge selection of ink and toner in stock and at low prices every day. So you can get your ink fast for less. End of story. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches.